Hello, and welcome to the Author Central Podcast by Fake Factor Media Publishing. I'm your host, Gabby Hernandez-Branch, author, concierge, book lover, and self-proclaimed dream chaser. At Fake Factor Media, we get to work with incredible authors from all walks of life and ages. Have you ever wanted to write a book? Don't know how to get started and need a little inspiration? You are in the right place and we are thrilled you are here. Listen to our amazing authors as we interview them on their unique journeys of authorship. We believe everyone has a story and we hope our authors inspire you to chase your own dreams and tell your story. After all, we truly believe that writing is an extension of your soul. Ready? Let's go! On today's episode, we are talking to Megan Dagnino. Meg is a mother, registered nurse, and children's book author of Witch's Brew. Meg has had a passion for party planning and is always looking to create special activities that bring people together in celebration. As a room mom for her son's kindergarten class, she did just that when she started the brew. She knew she had created something special when teachers, students, and family members begged her to bring the experience to every Halloween and fall party. The Witch's Brew started as a Halloween activity and has now grown into a book, allowing Meg to continue her passion for sharing the brew. Meg is married to her high school sweetheart and together they have two beautiful adopted children. Meg graduated with her BSN from Lewis University and her nursing specializations range from medical oncology and outpatient services to school nursing. With that, please, please help me welcome Meg. Hi, Meg. Welcome to the Fig Factor Media Podcast. Thank you so, so much for being with us today. We're so excited to talk to you. How are you? I'm doing great, Gabby. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Yes, Meg. Thank you so much. Our audience heard a little bit about your story, about who you are, but we're so excited to dive deep into you, into your story, and to the creation of Witches Brew. Thank you. <laughs> of course. So obviously, let's start from the beginning, Meg. We want to know who Meg Dagnino is. I would love if you could share a little bit about who you are, a little bit about your background, just so that we can get to know you a little bit better. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. You know, um, my name is Megan Dagnino. I um, am a registered nurse by trade. I graduated nursing school in 1997. So that dates me a little bit. But I've been in the nursing world for most of my life and and quite happy in the nursing world at that. You know, I really wasn't looking for a career change or anything like that. But another part of me is I'm very family oriented. I love family parties. I love making family parties special for my little nieces and nephews, for my own children, for my friends' children. It's just always been something near and dear to my heart. And to kind of get back into that nursing world again, my last um, six years in nursing, I was a school nurse. So around kids, I loved being in the school setting. I was actually at my, my own children's school. So it was good to kind of keep an eye on them while they were at school. So I think it's kind of fun how everything is kind of meshed together with Witch's Brew. That's a little bit about my background. I love to party plan. I love to make each party a little bit bigger and better. That's how I ended up writing Witch's Brew. I love that. Thank you for sharing a little bit about 
like who you are because I think it makes sense as to kind of when we talk begin to talk about Witch's Brew this incredible book that you've created but I know that it didn't just start as a book it started as something else and you kind of shared a little bit that you love family parties your kids Um, can you tell us a little bit about that of the inspiration to the creation of Witch's Brew and I know you kind of touched a little bit yeah I'd love to hear that story (laughs) it's a great story it really is it's just kind of kind of, again, brings it all together. So I wrote Witch's Brew when my son was in kindergarten and he is already a freshman in high school. So um, about eight, nine years ago, I wrote Witch's Brew for his kindergarten class party. I didn't know what to do for the class party. So I went into kind of full party mode. You know, I was the room mom. I was a new mom. So I wasn't sure, you know, how intense of a party I should make it, so to speak. So and this is back when you could bring food into the classroom setting. So um, I didn't know what to do for a snack. I didn't really know what to do. So I literally sat down at my kitchen counter and wrote Rich's Brew to combine both the snack element and a little interactive story to do with the kids in the classroom. So I performed Witch's Brew for the first time at his party. They absolutely loved it. And it was a huge, successful party. And the teacher came up to me. That was so great. Thank you so much. You know, and then all the years after that, you know, I would be invited to a Halloween party and I'd be like, hey, I got this witch's brew thing. If you want me to bring it, the kids really seem to like it. And then it really caught on. And then people were like having parties just to have me come and do the witch's brew, which is fantastic. So it developed into a bit of our family tradition for Halloween and for our, our friends' parties. They would they would have us over every year and we would do Witch's Brew with the kids. With each generation that kind of came up, each you know new face that saw Witch's Brew, they just really fell in love with it. And that's exactly how it started. Really what Witch's Brew is, it's 10 ingredients and it's a little story about Witch Eldora and how she creates this brew with the 10 ingredients and each specific ingredient is represented by like a spooky Halloween treat. So um, our first ingredient is bat brains and that is actually raisins and then it goes on to ghost eyes is M&Ms and then skeleton bones is pretzels and monster fingernails can be anything from peanuts or I've used <laughs> puffs pumpkin seeds. So it really is a delightful little tale that it's really catchy, to be honest with you. So um, as years went on, I had people tell me consistently, you really need to do something with this. You really need to do something with this. So I chose quarantine as my time to do something with it. And I couldn't be more delighted. Yeah. No, that's super crazy that it was such an organic experience, uh, you know, and creation on your part for your son's class, like something so beautiful and almost like unintentional fun that you made. And then it turned into this kind of like tradition for your family (laughs) and for your friends and like all this stuff. And now obviously turning it into a book for more people to enjoy and more people to be exposed to this awesome new tradition that you created is really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I had even had my my girlfriend would have a, a Halloween party every year for the kids and I would do the witch's brew um, 
for her daughter and, and my daughter and all of, all of their friends. And it's so funny because when I when I approached her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make Witches Brew into a book. And she's, she was actually shocked. She's like, what? You wrote that? She's like, I actually thought you got it off of Pinterest or something. She's like, I had no idea that you wrote that. So I had been doing it at her party for years and she had no idea that I actually wrote it. I'm like, no, I wrote it. She's like, you should absolutely do something with it. So it was, um, everyone that sees it seems to love it. It just, how do you make something like an experience like that tangible and bring it out into the world? And I think the book was a huge piece of it. And then of course the video was the Mm -hmm. second part of it. So yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think I love that story. First of all, (laughs) I think that's cool. And obviously I have read the book and and I can totally attest to it. I think it's so clever. It's so cute. It's so well-written. And you were so creative with it. Uh, Like you said, the bat brains, the monster fingernails and the way you're rhyming, the way you're, you're making it so fun. It's, it really is an experience, I think for the, for anyone who listens to it or reads it. So super cool. Yeah. And then it just is how it became our family tradition. I think I just really felt that, especially in this climate where people are doing more things at home and are looking for more things at home to do with their kids and, or just invite a few neighbors over and and do it or have their cousins over and do it. I think parents are really looking for something fun and traditional to do with their children around any holiday. And I think Halloween was lacking something like this. So um, I'm excited to bring it to the world, to be honest with you. <laughs> Absolutely. It totally, I think, was lacking in a way this Halloween uh, holiday because, you know, Christmas, you have traditions, you know, yeah. Thanksgiving often. But Halloween, so you're right. Sometimes it's yes, you go trick or treating and you have a you know Halloween party. But what's f- something familiar like with family, you know, that you can do? And this is totally it, <laughs> which is awesome. Thank you. I love it. So I also want to talk a little bit about the video that you also mentioned, um, which is a fantastic video. And obviously, we'll make sure to link your website, you know, link the video so all our listeners can definitely um, see it and check it out what we're talking about. But I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, the video that you made as well, uh, you know, uh, in collaboration with the book as well, a video and kind of acting it out. How was that experience for you? It was super crazy. It was fun. It was really, really fun. But again, like, how do you tie in an experience and make it a tangible thing that people could um, take away with them? And the book was one part of it, but the video is such a vital component of it because the brew really comes to life when you actually do the brew. And I had fun with the kids when, when I, I have fun with the kids when I perform the brew um, because I tend to um, get into character, so to speak. It's a little um, humbling of an experience, a little bit puts me in a little bit of a vulnerable state, so to speak, to uh, dress up as Witch Eldora. And um, for some reason, and I think it's because I would get nervous um, when I would do the brew for the little ones um, at parties. But for some reason, I break out into a British accent, (laughs) (laughs) Um, a really bad British accent, kind of like a Mrs. Doubtfire mode. But I think it's easier to have fun with the kids. It makes it a little bit of a lighter and um, it hides some of my harsh Chicago accent. So, um, <laughs> but it, it does, it makes it a whole fun experience. And I transform into Witch Eldora and do the brew on the video. 
And the video itself is is professionally done. So there's really some, um, they did they did a wonderful job with it. Um, the transitions are, are wonderful. But what it does is it allows, you know, most kids have their own electronics this, this day and age, at least, you know, right. the target audience that we're targeting. But, you know, it allows the parents to say, okay, yeah, you can watch Witch Eldora over and over and over again, do the brew. <laughs> and um, they don't necessarily have to read it every single time. So mm-hmm. once kids do the brew and they get the book, I'm hearing that it's a um, a nightly thing for them. So it gives, it gives the parents a little bit of reprieve. It allows the children to watch Witch Eldora come to life from the book. And um, I think it's just a vital component of the book itself. I really do. Right. I like that. I think it's important. And I think it also makes Witch's Brew that more special because yeah. it's not just a book, you know, that a parent has to read to a kid that maybe is not in reading level yet or or is, but maybe, you know, won't do it in the in the motions or like you said, kind of like acting it out as much. So like a, that a parent can do that one is awesome. But having this video that maybe just the kids can watch and the parents don't necessarily have to, you know, be like right on there every single time. That's also cool. It's like giving um, families options too, which is fantastic. It is. I think it's, I think it's important because it's all about the experience as well as the book. And the book is very special. The book has so many beautiful components to it um, that I'm so happy with, but the video brings the book to life. So the two together make it truly an experience for the children and help with that, you know, tradition. Hmm. So awesome. Yes, I love it. (laughs) And I can't wait to I have um, younger siblings too. So I'm excited to to do it with them and 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 try it out. (laughs) Yes, you're, you're impacting a lot of people and a lot of families, which is fantastic. Uh, and it does. It, it brings me to tears. I'll get I'll get text messages from friends, or friends of friends even, um, and I'll get these text messages. And it just it brings me to tears to see the different generations doing the brew together. And it just it it makes it all worthwhile. It makes everything to to see families come together. And even share this, you know, 20 minutes of time with each other, because I just know how vital that is in my household, you know, let alone, you know, to try and get kids off of their electronics and everything. So I just know how vital those those parts are. And then to do it year after year, I think eventually they're going to, you know, it just makes my heart so happy for me to know that they're going to be older and be like, oh yeah, remember we used to do Witches Brew every year? That was so awesome. You know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's a pretty great thing. I do. It is. Totally, totally is. (laughs) And all the awesome feedback and reviews and everything you've been getting, I think is totally a testament to that. People definitely love it. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, of course. Um, But Meg, I'd love to kind of turn the conversation to a little bit more of the logistical part and obviously kind of the hard work that also, you know, um, was a part of this experience. Um, As you mentioned, you had this idea, you had this, which is brew for many years, but it wasn't until recently that you're like, let's publish it. Let's bring it to the world. I'd love to kind of turn the conversation into like the author process and how it was for you uh, to really call yourself, you know, an author now, a published real author that, you know, you have a record at the Library of Congress, stuff like that. I'd love to hear a little bit about 
maybe some surprises. Um, one about maybe the experience in general, but two, like if there was any surprises um, or any favorite parts of yours uh, in this author process, because it's not just, you know, you have an idea and then you go to publishing. <laughs> it's a process, right? There's like editing. I know. Well, that's, I think that's the biggest um I wouldn't say, call it even a surprise. I think I'm fascinated now with the with the publishing world and the editorial world and the you know I look at books completely different now in um, in every facet of my life. You know, children's books, adult books. You know, I just I, I'm fascinated by the process. I'm fascinated with the careers that go into making even a small book like mine come to life. And, um, you know, you've got your publisher, yes, but you've got editors. And I remember going back and forth with my editor on this, you know, how we're going to spell the title and how we're going to take some words out and, you know, go with that. And I remember she, the chief editor, she's like, you have to rewrite the ending. I'm like, I have to do what? (laughs) Like I wasn't. I this eight years ago, I wasn't ready to pick up another pen. You know, I just, I was like, yeah, what'd you get? And she's like, oh, no, no. The ending needs to be bigger. It needs to be better. It needs to, and, and so here I am, you know, I was like, you know, again, eight years later, trying to figure out a different ending mm-hmm. and um, just the process that goes into that, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. I think it's a consistent push to make it better and to do better. And mm-hmm. these professionals, including yourself, you know, like, how would I ever know in, that there was such a title as an author concierge, you know, <laughs> in this world, you know, who's basically been my, you know, you've been my right hand man throughout this whole process. So it's just been, um, and to understand your role in it is just, it's all very fascinating to me. So, you know, I think it mm-hmm. opens my eyes up to the intricate details that go in creating a book. And then I also know how mm-hmm. amazing my book looks and I'll look at somebody else's book. I'm like, mm, that's not as nice as mine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I also know the, you know, that, that it could be done differently. And right. so I'm so grateful that I've had Fig Factor mm-hmm. to, um, to represent me and to do and to pay attention to those details. So it's just been a, a really awesome process for sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing, Meg. I think it's so, so true. <laughs> and I love that you did brought up that uh, part, you know, of like our editor, you know, almost like pushing you yeah. and saying, hey, no, I'm going to stop you right there, Meg. Let's think about this. <laughs> you know? I know. Yeah. Like, what? No, I don't. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, but you need to. And I was like, okay. You know, they just, it was more of a, um, another funny part too. She's like, she came back at me, the chief editor, and she's like, I really don't know what toe jam is. So toe jam is the 10th ingredient in the book. And it's Frankenstein's toe jam. And it's represented by by gummy worms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you don't know what toe, I mean, this was an actual conversation <laughs> that two professionals had. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you don't know what toe jam, I was like, you don't know what toe jam is? She's like, I have no idea what toe jam is. And I was like, what? What do you mean you don't know what toe jam is? I'm like, it's the fuzzy stuff in between your toes. And she's like, ew. She goes, that needs to be very clear on the illustration. And I was like, don't worry, it will be. (laughs) 
a funny professional conversation to be had, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I think it's uh, really fantastic that obviously this process, because it is a process, you know, there's a lot of components, like you said, that you didn't know of. And it's fascinating that, you know, it goes from editing to illustrations to Mm -hmm. design work, this layout. Um, But through it all, like, I think it's still keeping the, the fun of it, right? And like the integrity of your book and you as a special author. And I think for everyone is different, but it's awesome to hear that um you know at the end the result is like you have this beautiful book in front of you and now sharing it with the world which is which is always a goal you know to launch our authors to to make it happen for their own the way they have uh their goals and stuff so it's super awesome to hear (laughs) but Meg I'd love to also and I'm glad that you brought it up um about the illustrations because your book is absolutely gorgeous and a lot of it has to do with uh obviously the the content that you've created uh but also they're so beautifully illustrated and they're so detailed um how was that experience for you as well like with uh illustrations and kind of getting your vision um you know on paper uh, visually you know for everyone to kind of see it um what was that like for you Oh, it was, it was, that, that was an absolutely incredible experience working with Daniela. So I, Mm -hmm. so I I didn't have an illustrator and the ones that I've kind of looked into that do children's book illustrations, I just felt like they all looked very plain, very similar, kind of very, um, and to me, it was, illustrations were a key component of the book. Like I just knew I wanted something you know, magical to pop out of those pages. Because even, you know, my children are a little bit older, but reading to them when, when we, when they were younger, mm-hmm. it was almost like, I don't want to read that book again. But if it was like beautifully illustrated, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's read this one again. You know, like, mm-hmm. so to me, illustrations matter. And I think to a lot of parents, illustrations matter. So mm-hmm. I was looking for an illustrator and my I was kind of spreading the word, hey, if anybody knows anybody that can draw or anything, I'm like, um, and my aunt actually is uh, is a little bit um, obsessed with scrolling through TikToks. And so she sent me a TikTok video of Daniela. And uh, apparently after getting to know Daniela a little bit better, this, this particular TikTok video went viral. So I told her, I was like, it didn't go viral. It was me watching it a million times over and over. <laughs> again. <laughs> she goes, really? Yeah, it was just on me. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, so so I was obsessed with her TikTok video. Daniela Toronto, she she decided to leave her Starbucks career and focus solely on her artwork. And man, is she an incredible artist. So I wanted, you know, kind of that like gothy, whimsical look for a Halloween mm-hmm. book. And she nailed it. She really, really did. So and it was interesting just even um, having the conversations without knowing her. So she lives out of state, didn't even know each other mm-hmm. before this, not knowing somebody and going through that process of like creative um, and bouncing ideas off of each other. Yeah. But I really feel like we made an instant connection and we got really excited about it almost right out of mm-hmm. the gates. So, you know, we, we came up with the idea of the witch collecting, which I'll do are collecting the ingredients. Cause really, truly, how do you represent bat brains right. <laughs> in a non, um, you know, it's children's book. So you got to keep it, keep it real there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so we had really a good time coming up with each, 
each illustration and each little adventure that she would go on. And I also didn't want to micromanage her. I also didn't, I also felt like an artist needs some autonomy to be creative. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's super important. And I feel like I did a pretty good job with that. There was a couple tweaks and she would just send me like kind of a rough draft. She's like, what do you think in here? And I'm like, brilliant. Add a few more pumpkins by the sidewalk, make that ghost bigger. And I think we're all good, you know? So, um, but, but she would come up with most brilliant ideas. And, um, and really at the end of the day, we became just really good friends and she came in for the lunch and she took this project as her own and, um, she'll forever be a part of Witches Brew. That's for sure. That's for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that story because I think it's so, uh, it's like such a organic and beautiful thing that, you know, almost like coincidental that this led to this. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you beautiful illustrations, you know, made and, yeah. and now that complete witch's brew, it's a part of it. <laughs> it is. It really is. Like, I feel like as much as it's a great story, I feel like her illustrations are even just more beautiful. And so it's truly, I'm very, very just beyond grateful that she just kind of dropped into my life. And, um, and honestly, just working with her, you know, I could see working with her again on future projects for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so that's oh, always good. I'm very passionate about Witches Brew. And so I feel like anybody I take on has mm-hmm. it come part, like I'm not structured to be in the business world, so to speak. My brain doesn't work that way. I'm more, um, a lovey dovey huggy kind of a person, mm-hmm. which is my nursing <laughs> Right. Like whoever I take into this project, it's almost like the witch's brew family. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's great to hear. Cause I think that's, that's special. And like, um, as I mentioned earlier, like every author is so different and every author has, you know, their talents and their, their vision and, you know, who they are, which is, you know, you created um, this, which is Rue family, you know, with, with your illustrator, yeah. with your family, with your friends, with, with you. And um, with you, Gabby. <laughs> yes. Thank you, May. Of course. <laughs> I include myself in it. Absolutely. Um, which is which is awesome, and I think from now on it's going to be like yes, like what can you do to continue growing? Which is brew this family for more people to obviously enjoy it and and be exposed to it because it's a, it's a brilliant, wonderful thing. So super Thank cool. <laughs> but with that, Meg, I mean, really fantastic. Really, like I'm just still so shocked that like all of this kind of happened, and and also to add that like we were in the middle of a pandemic too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is, sure. you know, which is kind of crazy. I think a lot of it. Obviously, the pandemic, you know, changed a lot for obviously the world. But the fact that, you know, people like you are like, I have something to do still. And like, while I'm here, the world kind of, you know, might be shifting and moving, but, you know, still taking that opportunity and that time to to follow your dreams, you know, honor your goals and like make it happen, which you did, which is, you know, yeah. super awesome. And congrats to that. I sure. surprised myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes well you can do anything if you can do that you can do anything right? for sure for yeah sure. yeah mm-hmm. I love it um but yeah Meg I mean we've had such a pleasure talking to you I have a couple of more questions for you but obviously it's been so fun um one is what's been one of your favorite things now of you've been you've been an author for a few months now right now we're in the prime of uh of you know showcasing witches brew with halloween coming up and all this amazing stuff what has been your favorite part um of being an author on this experience 
Oh my goodness. Um, favorite part. There's been so many different favorite parts, which is so delightful. Um, it's, I think my favorite part, like I said before, is seeing the kids do the brew themselves, seeing the kids' faces um, at a reading and how interactive they become and how excited they become with everything and seeing their eyes light up when, you know, um, when we introduce a new ingredient, they're like, oh yeah, you know, it's just, for me, that is my favorite part. I think it's... Um, an incredible tradition for everyone to adopt into their families. I think it's a beautiful book. That's also a favorite part of me. I think that, you know, for, for me personally, I think holding the book in my hands and like having it be uh, something, you know, a dream that I made come true. Mm -hmm. I think that to me is, is my personal favorite part. But for the book itself, just seeing the faces on the kids and seeing all, all the families, you know, really, you know, it's one thing to buy a book. Um, it's another thing to take the time and do it with your kids. And I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like, you know, you got you can buy the pairs of shoes, but you got to wear them. You know, so, <laughs> you can, right. you know I think um, in this in, in our generations, it, it's it's a beautiful thing to take the time and do that with your family. And it's to see like my dream of this becoming a tradition and becoming something families do together to bring them closer. It just, it warms my heart for sure. Mm. So beautifully said. Yes. You're really uh, gifting, um, you know, families, this special moment and this new, hopefully traditions in their own families, which is awesome. And it's a wonderful legacy to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible, Meg. Fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Um, and with that, Meg, I mean, obviously, you know, as much as you can share, but what's what's next for you? Obviously, enjoying, I would say, this moment, you know, yeah. this moment in time with with Witches Brew and everything that's been happening. But um, what are your thoughts for the future? Anything that you could share with us? Have you gotten the writing bug? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Oh, I've got some yes. things stirring in my head. But I really, I think, you know, it, it's funny how people instantly ask, ask that, like, oh, yeah. you know, and I mean, it's, it's a natural process for you to ask that to me, but like, people are like, what's next? And I'm like, you know, I just really want to enjoy this. I really want to pause and just enjoy witch's brew and grow it into something. I don't think it's done growing yet for, to be honest with you. So there's so many different educational components that I want to bring to life with witch's brew. It's a counting mm -hmm. book. It's a color code. Each each page is color coded. So I'd like to to bring um, that that to come to life in like either a, a cube or a, a chip or something for for teachers to use in the classroom setting. I think there's um, a lot of different fun marketing things to do with um, my dog May is in every picture of the illustration, and I think she can come to life a little bit. Um, metaphorically and physically. <laughs> so I think, I think it'd be fun to, you know, to look into some merchandise with that um, finger puppets, mm -hmm. all the different, you know, characters. And I think there's so many different ways that witches brew can grow. Even people were like, you should sell the cauldron and you should sell the canisters and you should sell, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, yes, there is. there's so many different things to develop within right. Witches Brew, but primarily my first target is going to get those educational tools out to the teachers because I think it really could be utilized 
and a fun seasonal activity to be utilized in a classroom setting. So it's new, it's different, it's vibrant. And I think if they were able, you know, it's hard nowadays because you can't bring food into the classroom. So I feel like, you know, providing that them that opportunity to use, which is brew as an educational tool is my number one priority. So yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck to you. I think that's so fantastic. You're so right. As you were sharing, I was like, wow, that would be so awesome. And I think teachers would totally love that. Like, I just have to figure out how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everybody, you know, I have all these dreams and thoughts in my head, and I truly have no idea how to implement any one of them. So, but you know what, just like this, I think it will come into fruition. I think it'll evolve. I think with, you know, collaboration of people and effort, it'll just naturally, again, turn into something beautiful. So absolutely yes have faith that it will because I think you know your intentions are so good for this book and for the service and the impact that it can make so I totally I think that it it will happen I have to believe it because I got this far so yes (laughs) yes you did we have to celebrate it which we are and you know looking forward it's going to be even better bigger and better things coming your way perfect perfect yes Uh, well Meg it's been such a pleasure talking to you I had such a blast it was so fun remembering those you know moments as you mentioned we kind of been in the uh in this journey together but um you know I'm so proud and I'm so excited for you for all that you've accomplished with Witches Brew and there's so much more that's coming so thank you uh, for taking the time to chat with us (laughs) thank you so Um, much for having me it's always a delight to chat with you and to share more about the process I think it's just really great what you guys are doing thank you thank you Yes, of course, Meg. No, no problem at all. And I'm excited to share as well on our show notes, uh, Meg's website and obviously links to the book. And uh, for sure, check out the video that we spoke about earlier. So many wonderful things. Um, and coloring pages too, right, yeah, Meg? And the, um, on the website. Absolutely. Lots of really cool resources. Um, so please connect with Meg. Um, you know, you're a teacher, you're a student, reader, whoever it is. I think it'd be fantastic to obviously connect with Meg and, and bring Witches Brew to all the families. Uh, for new traditions absolutely <laughs> thank you thank yes. you so much you have a good one take care now thank you Thank you so much for tuning in. We had so much fun talking to Megan all about Witches Brew. Please, please share this episode with anyone who dreams of becoming an author, needs a little inspiration in their lives, or just wants to create the brew. Please, please follow us on Facebook at Fake Factor Media or visit our website at fakefactormedia.com. Be sure to check out our show notes for more information on how to connect with our authors and where to find their books. Thank you once again, and always remember, taking off is optional, but landing on your dreams is mandatory. Until next time!